0: Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations, and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner.
3: Jean! Jean Fodor. Jean was good.
4: But be careful because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze Americano. Huh? Oh! Gene, run. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: It's 902 101G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Mm.
6: Hi, you guys. We are back for another episode of 9021 OMG with my besties, Jenna and Sugarman. What's
5: up? <laughs> OMG. I like that. Did I cheer? Yeah, you put your <laughs> arms up. OMG. <gasps> Wait, you guys. <laughs> what, what? Is, what? what is going on on our social media page?
1: I know, I
7: don't know if I'm more shook, as the kids say, by the episode we just watched or by the
5: Instagram comments. <laughs> oh, It's getting hot in here. <laughs> so fun. take off all your clothes. <laughs> no, sorry.
6: Wait, wait Amaya, she's like, nope, nope. Mm-mm. I was like, really? <laughs> uh, it's so hot in here. Wait, so we uh, we have like our private group chat and it was like blowing <laughs> up last night. We we're going back and forth. And basically we were like, Amy, welcome to our world. Like, can you, do you think you can read a little bit of one of the comments you got? Yeah, no, I
7: will read it because, so here's, he, I've been like all night actually like a little stressed because I really want to ask you guys something, but Wait, I'm what? stressed about how to ask it. What?
5: Just What's ask happening? it.
7: Not, it okay, because I don't even know if you guys will be able to answer. So it might be a question for everyone listening. Okay. All right. I like it. So, okay. So I, let me read this. I will, I will read this. Cause I mean, it's on Instagram and, and I do read every comment. There was someone
6: that's like, we know,
7: do you really read every comment? And the one thing, is, I don't know how to use Instagram. <laughs> so I only know how to like be a voyeur. Like I can read everything, but I don't know how I would like. Just push reply. Comment. Reply. That seems so scary. Okay. So <laughs>
6: scary, right? She no, just had to do, do it. it. Do I it. Know how to
7: read it. Okay. So I'm going to read you guys what the person wrote. And like. I also know my voice is annoying. I know
5: that my voice all everyone's voice no. is annoying to someone no. that no. is that's objective. That's oh like art.
6: I've annoyed her with my voice for thirty years hundred percent. yeah. what do you
5: mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Do you mean? No. I, see, I don't find your voice annoying.
5: I've annoyed myself with my own voice all these years as well.
6: I mean, to be fair, your your voice is pretty like neutral and decent. Yeah, no, your voice. But is so is Amy. Like no, I don't know. You both have wonderful voices. You get voices. excited. You're passionate. Like that's being said, you have annoying voice because she doesn't like what you're saying. Go.
7: You both have television voices. I'm sure you've done voiceovers. You guys are professionals. What? I know so my voice is annoying, and it I can Amy like your voice. Want, is won't. I won't allow
5: that. No, can we not stop. allow her to speak you about herself that way. Talk neg- No negative talk. You guys are talk. so nice.
7: But I have heard from ma- a lot of people. So you guys are like my friends. So you're being ni- nice. Many people.
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm not being nice. Them. That's not in my wheelhouse. I'm being honest. <laughs>
6: <Wait>. <laughs> so and I'm reading That's this. the one thing. She will tell it like it is. Like, honestly, like you're our producer, but we have you on every week because you're an Uber fan. You have great yeah. perspective. And you make it And laugh. if your voice was annoying, we wouldn't want you to be like on the podcast. I mean, I think you guys yeah. just tolerate it or you're used to it, but...
7: Because a lot of people are like, why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, this is just my speaking voice. Okay, so I'm going to read this. And I'm not reading it to, like, like, call the person out or, like, toot my own horn. I have an actual question about this. And I spent an hour and a half thinking about this last night. So what the person wrote was, well, first they wrote, Amy should listen how annoying her own voice is, which... Respect. It is. I'll maybe like take classes. Maybe I can like do something. But then she said, before she makes fun of Brenda's voice, I wasn't actually making fun of Brenda's voice. I was trying to like do a character, but whatever. Stop dissing Shannon. It's really not cool. You're like a middle schooler trying to kiss up to the popular girl to like you. You are the one making such a big deal over Kelly and Brenda. Stop putting a wedge between them even more than there is one. We would all love to see everyone get along. Shannon is way cooler than you would ever be. So here's my question for you guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm being totally serious. Like I, I was a little worried I would cry, but I'm going to not cry. Why would people, and this is not the only person. Why would people assume just because I don't like
6: Brenda That I don't like Shannon. Because they have a lot of uber fans have a really hard time distinguishing between the characters and the actors that played them. Which, I mean, it's why we love them so much is because they grew up with this show. They feel like it was part of their lives. They feel like, in a way, it was their friends. Like, So it's hard to distinguish it. So she's just an Uber fan, and she is like, "Wow, you Sugarman, you're officially in the '90s at West Beverly, and you're in our school. You should be walking up and down the hallway, right?"
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and that's what we said last night on the text. We were like, "Welcome to being a celeb, like welcome to being <laughs> the public eye, welcome to fame. Like everybody's going to either build you up or knock you down. So you've got to decide what you want to focus on." But to answer your question, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why Tori and I went the BH 90210 direction was because Mm -hmm. there's such a blur between the real people and the characters on this specific show more than, I don't know, more than so many other
7: shows. That's what I was going to say. Okay. So you guys, I, and I really take these comments to heart. Like I don't, I try not to cry. Sometimes I do, but for the most part, I really want to learn from it. Cause more than just like getting to be on the air with you guys. I'm the producer. So it's my job to read those things and take mm-hmm. into account. So I really thought hard, like, is there another example I could give of like a character I don't like? And I was like, I, if I could even think of a f- person where I'm friends with the person, even though I don't like, okay, okay and i tried so hard cuz all i could come up with was like i loved aiden on sex in the city but it doesn't mean i didn't like any of the other boyfriends or like i okay here's my best one here's my best one okay. my best one i am team logan i don't know if you guys know what that means but it's from gilmore girls and rory had three boyfriends jess dean and logan and i am full team logan but no one's ever been like why do you hate milo ventimiglia <sighs>
5: I think that's a guy girl thing. Honestly, I think that 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 you're talking about referencing like guy characters. <gasps> what this person's got the beef with is with girl characters, and especially that part of their comment that was like, "Why do you continue to drive a wedge between them?" Something of that nature,
7: right? That was very fascinating because
5: I, I don't I, even... I don't think you are driving a wedge between anyone. And also while I'm on it. Uh the part about you sucking up to the popular girls? Um hello. Amy is our producer. She is our boss. Yeah. If anybody should be suck sucking up, up, it's us sucking up to her. Let's do it right now. I love you Amy. You're so, I love your voice. Oh You're, so You're the pretty. Buddy. Oh my god. We want our show to go on forever and ever.
6: Amy. <laughs>
7: Come on. (laughs) And I'm actually not like to me. I'm so glad we're talking about it. And I'm like sweating, like because I don't want this person for you to think I'm I'm not criticizing them. Like I accept the comment and I really want to understand because I don't like Brenda. Like even when we talk about this episode in the beginning half of the episode, I was like, Brenda, she looks amazing and this and this. And then she turns and I had to write. See, Brenda's annoying. Like, the fact that Brenda dumped Reek, like, that was annoying.
6: And but so, that's the prevalent storyline right now. Of course you're going to be hyper-focused on talking about that storyline. And the reason they wrote it that way is they want it. Like, you're supposed to choose sides. Yeah, you're supposed to invest like,
5: in it. That's in the, the whole point of it. So we're happy that you have your opinion, and we're happy that this yes. person has their opinion, because yes. that's why the people love the show. Exactly. But it is so interesting that she really— The lines blur. Turned
7: it to that. Why don't you like Shannon? Yeah, guys, yeah, well, Like, which I is do not. Like Shannon. Yeah, I don't even not, know Shannon. Nothing I think to do I can, with Shannon
5: as like, a person.
7: Maybe no. I've met Shannon one time, if one time. But the thing is, like, my job. I'm friends with Shannon's publicist. Like, that's my friends. Is the person's person. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I book Shannon anytime she wants anything, anywhere, anytime. Whenever she needs anything, and. She may know that, but, like, her publicist, def- like,
6: I would, I don't even, so that. I mean, it's kind of cool that you probably never have this perspective. You're on the flip side. You're right. dealing with celebrities 24-7, mm-hmm. but they are people behind the scenes making it work because she's a producer. And right. now, all of a sudden, you're hyper-focused. You're in the limelight, and everyone's, like, talking about you. And now you know, like, oh, my God, all these years, this is what. All these celebrities are talking about. Remember Jamie Walters? Chad, oh, like, yes. Like he lost his career because and people he said people would come up to him in the street. He played Raid Pruitt. Yeah. Donna Martin pushed her down the stairs. Spoiler. Sorry. Season five. It's a great um, example. And, and people were like, why would you do that to Donna and like slap him? And he's like, oh, <gasps> Jamie, I don't. Wait, they slapped him? <laughs> he got slapped in public once by a fan. <laughs> wow.
7: Poor guy that's so interesting. That's a great example. Cause I was yeah, trying so like, hard to think of a character that I don't like, but that I love the actor, but I'm having a hard time like
5: thinking of one. Like, I, I, I feel like know. we spent enough time talking about this quite honestly, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure everyone else will move way. on <laughs> because, but, 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 but having said that, please keep commenting because it's yes, fascinating, yes. entertaining. It makes Amy cry. <laughs> it's sometimes sometimes I laugh and like, I like, I do text these guys and I, cause I texted you guys the
7: other morning, like super early. And I'm like, they're, they care. Like they care. They're commenting. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like shocking that it's not just the three of us that hear each other, like that somebody takes an hour <laughs> out of their week to listen is like, oh
5: my gosh, so many people beyond. love our podcast, you guys. And I love those comments because, yeah, it gets people through their week. It, it gives them something to look forward to. They they feel like they know us and kind of they do. So it's like we're all hanging out laughing together. And that's what's so great of it. This is a conversation we're all having mm-hmm. about our show, our favorite show. And like, it's just a good time. So let's keep it positive, people. I
7: also love if someone hates it,
5: but listens. Like if you hate it,
7: like um Ben Affleck had a terrible movie. It's called like Deep Water or in the Water or something. Mm-hmm. And I hate watched it because I'm like, this is such a bad movie <laughs> that I need to watch it all the way to the end. Like I love Ben Affleck, but it is a bad movie. So also if you're like, I hate them. Like,
6: let as us know. Tell yeah. us
7: and come back. Great. You know what
6: my question is? I wonder if shows now with the new generation, when they watch shows, if they blend characters and actors, or if that's kind of generational. Oh, that's Actor, a great like question. The 80s and 90s and early 2000s. I don't know.
5: You know what's well, crazy? <gasps> I, I there's Okay, first of all, public apology. Uh, I, we have a fan. Her name is Christelle. I called her Crystal because... I don't know. I'd never heard the word Christelle. I'd never heard that name. Anyway, sorry, Christelle. I love you. <laughs> but on some, you know, public platform, she was outed and and like made, uh, ridiculed for being what? such a fan. Yes. wow, no. Yes. No. Something, something happened. I don't know the specifics, but there was okay. some involvement with the 90210 bro, came to her defense. This is all stuff that I've heard from my husband because he hears it at the Douglas where- Christelle visits at his restaurant all the time. So they chat. Whoa. She was sharing with him that uh, some some crazy stuff like that had gone down where people, somebody, some specific person, I'm not sure who it was, was um, telling her she was an idiot or something for uh, thinking, that, yeah, the thinking that we cared about her. Because I guess, she, you know, maybe she sent the DVD collection and they were oh, like, "That was so you don't- nice. and
6: you and you thanked her because yeah. you love her, yeah, and-, and we
5: desperately needed it. That's uh-huh.
7: the funniest we part. Of it. It we use it all, were all like, the time.
6: Finds,
5: <laughs> but uh, what a jerk that person is to be that like what they're like. You're a loser because you love nine hundred two one zero. Like, oh, that? yeah, don't don't you know you don't give famous people presents. They don't care. Oh, first of all,
6: okay. <laughs> you know what I think it's really about they're kind of gels, gels. that uh-huh. she actually does have a connection with us personally. Yep. Specifically you that she's with. Think
7: we just Dave, buy the wait. DVDs. We have to get that crap. At his
6: restaurant. <laughs> like I have to ask Darren Martin about this. Cause now I, of course he would come to Christelle's defense. Right. <sighs>
5: anyway, I don't know this. And Christos but... and like, wow, Everybody. they're all going to come on in now. <laughs> Jeez. For oh. the record, we needed the
7: DVDs.
5: We do. We use them. So thanks, Christine. Yes, it's really
7: interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, I I say that like in all seriousness, like it really is, I don't mock it. I'm not judging it because I I care about every mm-hmm. single comment. I told you guys yesterday, I was having this conversation with a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Like this guy is super smart, way smarter than me. And he was talking about something and I mentioned you guys, I mean- he freaked out. And so it's like everybody likes 902 and oh. Like this guy is way wait, smarter okay, okay than wait. Us. Yeah. Tell us
6: tell us more about how he freaked out about it.
7: <laughs> so I was using it as an example because he's working on this project for us, totally different. And I said, blah blah blah, like when I talked to Tori and Jenny. And he's like, it was like a record screech. He goes, What? And I'm like, are you? Mocking me, (laughs) he was joking. He goes, You know, Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth, and I'm like, Yeah, he's like, Is there any way you could get me their autograph? Like, I was like, You guys, this guy is well, his list, we're very very popular
5: with the Pulitzer prizers We're you know, (laughs) those (laughs) are our people, a
7: journalist (laughs) that writes for like NPR, like, like. Smart people stuff. Like he writes about like probably like wars. And I'm like, this time when we were talking about Kelly versus Brenda. (laughs) So he said, I go, I can get you an autograph. Like, yeah. But I'm like, are you joking with me? Like, I thought he was pulling my leg. He's like, I had the sideburns like Brandon. I grew up with my sister watching this like super fan and so kind and so smart and had like the most smart thoughts about the series should we have him on one we day? should get his
5: opinion on kelly yeah and brenda and Dylan. i
7: asked him he is team kelly i'm not gonna lie but he had wonderful things to say about brenda but he i said is there any chance you and your sister would come on so he's asking his sister and then i'll let you guys know oh,
5: so fun i mean it was crazy
7: <laughs> crazy <sighs>
5: Hey everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all.
6: And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full
5: line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh.
3: They have clean ingredients
5: that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive
6: Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that
5: connection. See that?
3: Plus, how cool is it that their uh,
5: high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look.
6: And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder.
5: Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics,
6: luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash
5: 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look
6: five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Voluma XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
5: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's
6: Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
3: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do
5: To season three, episode 13, Rebel with a Cause, aired on November 11th, 1992. Wait for it, the longest synopsis ever. Steve
6: stays close to Andrea, now confined, to a wheelchair with two broken legs, who is keeping on top of the Fed's investigation at the school break-in. Uh, of the school break-in, he fears that she may find out his criminal secrets. Steve gets more worried when the sleazy school janitor Hutchins demands more blackmail money to keep quiet about Steve's copy of The Master Key. Meanwhile, Brenda now, dang reek, freaks out when she sees <laughs> Dylan dating Kelly. Dylan gets bad news regarding his appeal over the SAT score. His frustration peaks and he hits the road. Shocking. Oh, yeah, that was Jim's dull work life gets a lift by dot, dot, dot.
5: Dotty! What? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Directed by Daniel Adias, written by Star Froman, Chris Brancato, Kenneth Biller, Chip Johansson, and some say Darren Star. Did you see that comment
7: that they say that Darren Star maybe didn't really write them? He just has has his his name on everything. Exactly. Or we're looking at the wrong source, but I think his name, he probably gets a writing credit
6: on everything, whether he actually wrote it or not. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm,
6: Some of the episodes, of course, but some say his name and some don't, but this one just like on air said Star
5: Froman. Well, apparently she had a little help. Okay. <laughs> I don't
6: know. <laughs> oh, like rewrites maybe maybe that's what it
5: happened. This was a big episode. There were sto- yes. so many storylines going on. Like I, I it was all over the place. Did you like the episode, you guys? I mean Oh, I, what? I did, but what? I felt like I felt like there was too much going on. Like I wanted to See more stay of stay focused, yeah. But wow. like, just me,
6: team Brenda, team Kelly. Let's stay on that storyline. Sorry, I got excited, hit my mic. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry because it's such a good storyline when it goes to like Steve or it goes to Andrea, or you know, I'm just not, I'm like, no, no, hurry, hurry. And then <laughs> so, sorry, hurry, sorry hurry, Jen, no, Jen earmuffs, and then Jim Walsh. I'm like, no, no, no. I <sighs> thought
7: that I, I have to say, let's talk about Dottie first because the scene. With Mr. and Mrs. Walsh and Brandon discussing Dis- Dottie okay, and Jim's no chance with Dottie, I was laughing out loud. Like <laughs> I thought that was amazing. it was
5: cute between the two of them, but I felt like it was really weird when Brandon just walks into the foyer and starts to objectify this grown woman oh, in his know. door doorway. Like, who? <laughs> what young man talks to a grown woman like that? That or, I don't like know. Like Cindy Crawford. It so must be the ears. <laughs> what?
6: So Paula tricky, <laughs> Paula tricky who played Dottie, Um I don't like I don't think I met her even then, but went on to be like friends with her later in life. Like uh I feel like she was at my first wedding and my first <gasps> husband and yeah, and we've lost touch Oh, since, she's, but she's coming on with us. We're we're trying to work it out. We're talking she to her. Yeah. Okay, wait. So I am obsessed because the other 90210 podcast Pete Ferraro was like, oh, my God, there's some crazy story that Paula Tricky tells. Do you remember? I was like, no, it's shocking. What? Ooh, we're going to hear that. So she said that. yes. She Genuinely said she'll shocked. come
7: on, but she had a dentist appointment today or so, like an appointment. And so we're, we're just working out the schedule. Oh,
5: good. It's going to get <laughs> juicy. Something to look forward to, people. <laughs> well, she is lovely. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Jennifer. I mean, you want to talk about that Dottie line? I don't I don't know if I believe jim honestly i think it's just me but i'm a little jaded but when when jim professes that uh you know when i'm at work all i think about is work and my family
7: right so do you think jim had that little fantasy about dotty because mrs walsh put it in his head Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no no you think he's been he's kind of like he's not going to do anything but we think he's got the hots for dot
5: well no maybe he doesn't have the hots for her, but he, he's not blind yeah, exactly. He's a man. He's, like Yeah. I don't know. It just made me a little upset with my main man, but it was redeemed, <laughs> all was redeemed when I saw him in the blue robe with, <laughs> with his chest hair
6: spoken out. Oh my camp. The
7: cringiest line was when he's like Sleep with you. I mean sleep on it. Like I was like, Oh God. it was so
5: good. I was getting real mad. I was like, What? Is Dottie moving in on my man? I was getting so mad. Are the lines getting blurred? Line, I- blurred.
7: Oh my god, Tori, do, what do you think of Dottie and Jim? Do you think it's platonic? Mm,
6: yeah, but I think it could go somewhere. But does it? I don't remember. No. Oh, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I liked this scene. I feel though- like the story Paul turkey has is regarding...
5: <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, too. That's yeah. what I
6: remember.
5: <gasps> That's my excited...
6: <clears throat> You're going to be so excited that day.
7: I liked it because I loved seeing Jim and Cindy interact. I think they have such a real... They. They seem married the way he says, what's the matter, honey? And, you know, it just seemed the way that was written, the whole thing about it was just really good. I
5: had a hard time listening because I was so distracted by her plaid suit while she's making the fried chicken. Um, Who wears a plaid skirt? I mean, suit, full suit jacket and little shorts, little cute. Like, take
6: the jacket off. Take the
5: jacket off. You're going to get grease (laughs) splattered on it. Come
6: on. Oh,
5: that's going to ruin that. I know. And then she wears it for the rest of the episode. Well, Jim is in a robe, he's in a different outfit, he come like I wonder if it just smells of food. And then yeah, he, uh, he put aftershave on.
7: <laughs> Let's go to Iron first because All we want right. to save the best for the middle. I mean, it's kind of juicy and dramatic but kind of dumb. Which right. part,
5: which part, which part? The
7: hacker and the Andre de- is on the case. And- Do the
5: feds yeah. really come to investigate? <laughs> uh, the, the The synopsis there threw me because it said that the feds were investigating this. Is Maybe it, back then it was a big deal. They, they had the time, apparently, to come to <laughs> school investigate this. Wow. I, I Yeah,
6: I don't know. I was really into Hutchins. Yeah, a good character actor. Like, what was he in? You know, he probably was in something back in the day.
5: Yeah, you're talking about the janitor, right? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could have watched him for a while. Me
7: too. But he, so here's my question. I mean, what a bad dude the janitor is, right? Like, that is a, essentially a teacher at the school and he is blackmailing a child. How is he a teacher? He's not a teacher. I mean, I consider anyone that works in a school is like some sort of faculty. Yeah. And yeah faculty.
6: authority.
1: Yeah.
7: And he's like. Literally blackmailing a kid. It's so that guy's shockingly evil for 90210. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's he's a like real sinister.
5: Like,
6: yeah. <laughs> I just I was surprised he took a 100 bucks. I was surprised he, was he didn't like, want more. I was like I know. He's like we're good for now or whatever. I was like really <laughs> he does want Keep more. Going. Then
5: he then he, he wised up and he was like, hmm, I see I can get some more money." Yeah, yeah.
7: It's so inappropriate and like I don't know. I I don't buy it, but like okay, I can suspend whatever disbelief is that what they say.
5: I kind mm-hmm. of appreciate the effort of putting making another storyline so like um what serial, like it goes from episode to episode yeah. to episode, like it builds, but it, how much mm-hmm. more it, what's gonna ha- is what's going to, is somebody going to go to jail? The feds are there. What's going to happen? Like, is it does it well, keep going? I don't know. Well, and we have the drama of the legacy. What key. she
6: secretly means is, is, I hope it ends next week, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's done. Please tell me how many more episodes. And
1: then and Brandon that?
6: knows, Brandon knows. Brandon's like, dude. I know. This is like a series arc now. Like, why?
5: (laughs) (laughs) And then Andrea wheeling around in her wheelchair. I can't. With the legs straight out. (laughs) That's really got to be awkward getting through the doorway. I look
6: so hard because you told me that story last week. I was like, do I see the feet? Do I see, like, is it a cast? And it was just a blanket this time. I don't know. So now, though, it is starting to make
7: sense why Ian said to you, Tori, the legacy key was such a major thing. Because yeah. I think he considers the legacy key this entire You're thing. Right.
6: Yep. Seeing that now. Yep. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Donna and David uh, didn't have a lot to do in this episode. They were just kind of like in and out, in and out. Mm-hmm. But still together.
7: They, they move the storyline along
5: mm-hmm. a right. lot. Just su- yeah, I, I didn't. There was not any meat there for them this week. I didn't feel like.
7: And Donna's so interesting. I was thinking about this story because with the Kelly, Brenda, like all that, it's mm-hmm. like Donna really throughout the series is the peacemaker. The you know she really yeah. is trying to you know the therapist of the group, kind of mm-hmm. trying to keep everybody.
6: Oh I don't know what gosh. you what
7: the word is for that. Jamie
6: PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because in in real life, like, it was a little bit of that, too. Like, mm-hmm. when there would be, like, offset, but still onset friction yeah. between Jen and Shannon. Because, you know, we've discussed before. Like, we were all friends. They were friends. But they, two strong personalities. And when things would happen, two Aries women, you know, it would, and I would just be like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Like, still like me kind of thing. So it's very Donna. Very telling also what you just said, referring hmm. back
7: to the person that re blends Shannon and Brenda because you all do too in some ways. I think we might
5: have been more obviously right, 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 right. do now art, as adults. yeah. Art
7: imitates life, imitates
6: art type of deal. Mm-hmm. A little bit,
5: yeah. I don't... Mm. Yeah, yeah. It always felt like we were, we were with Shannon, not Brenda, when we were off camera. Like it never didn't feel that confusing.
7: I guess my question would be for Jenny. It's like it was hard for you now, and over the course of the Kelly versus Brenda, you know, I'm Team Brenda, and it made you feel bad. So. Mm does it like we talked about this last week it bleeds so maybe maybe you never would have had friction with Shannon if the storylines would have been different I don't know maybe not I don't know because maybe it it's inside your bodies like like you said
5: you you girls are against each other that's what you're supposed to do like yeah
7: yeah like maybe it infiltrates like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know I'm being like
5: maybe we need a therapist Maybe because we were so young and like, and so impressionable at that age, maybe it did have a deeper impact on us than either of us really recognized or want to recognize.
6: That's interesting, really. It's like if
7: someone tells you, you're mean, you're mean, you two-timed your friend, you two-timed your friend, you
5: did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. At some point do you go, I I did this. I'm a bad person. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to go in the backyard and eat some worms. Like, I, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Kelly sucks. But right. But OK,
7: you said I suck and you don't. But Kelly's look I don't think she's like, but it, it blurs. <laughs> it blurs, blurs. It burns. It blurs. I don't know. <laughs> Like, Tori, did you ever have that same experience, maybe with the being the virgin, or if Donna was the good girl, if Tori Spelling was being more of a bad girl, did it mix you up?
6: No. <laughs> Interest fair. No, I mean, it is a part, I, uh, I mean, ooh. third season, all the characters are getting really highly infused in some way with. The actual actors, I feel like. Mm. And it's coming out more. There's more freedom, I think, to, okay, there's safety in the job now. Mm. We're relaxed. People are just being themselves a little bit more. And, yeah. There was a a few times watching this episode that when I saw Shannon playing Brenda, I was like, that felt more Shannon than Brenda. There was just a couple moments. And I was like, I— Yeah. I'm seeing it come out. I can see it.
5: Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, let's take a break, you guys. I think we should take a break and come back and, and continue on.
0: Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail.
4: How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks With zero qualifications
6: She had a Harvard plaque
5: First of all, how hot was Brenda in her opening scene when she walks into the school in the bustier with her hair all like, Like, what the heck? She looked like a hot mama. Like what? Vava Vui. Her hair is amazing. Amazing hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always. Wow. Uh,
6: That outfit I just kept staring at it. Like I got distracted. It was distracting. But
7: Donna was wearing the cutest outfit that totally was stylish today. Crop top vest with shorts. Like it was like very fashionable today.
6: Um, What are you wearing? Khakis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was like that commercial. Uh, Yeah. She was in khaki. Head to thigh.
5: You know, when you get like when you're in a breakup and it's like when you get a divorce or whatever, you want to look extra hot. Like. Right. Oh, you're right. Immediately you're right. after it, like, yeah, I knew that. I yeah. felt that coming in strong. <sighs> okay. She was like, "I'm going to look good in this episode because, great point. Yep, I need to like show him or show them or something, you know." So
7: I have one technical question that I thought was really interesting about the episode. I think Tori and Brenda. Sorry, Don and Brenda. See, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even flinch. Like I was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Donna and Brenda are walking and you're walking, you know, through the school yard or whatever. And then you walk into the classroom and then it was this really cool segue right to Ian and David. And I, I know from the West Wing, they call it like a walk and talk. It's like one shot. So you would, mm-hmm. that would be complicated to do, right? Do you remember that at all? Like, cause no, you can't mess sure. it up or you screwed them.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we hated those. We were like, oh, it's taking so long. Cause they would probably do it like 50 million times.
5: Right. Cause there's wait, so many moving parts. There's like,
6: wait, J- sorry. I'm backtracking. Uh, not really. But Jen, like if you're out somewhere and you just hear someone randomly say, Kelly, do you turn around? Oh,
5: great question. Um, first I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get like nervous and hunch my shoulders up a little. <laughs> and then I try to be invisible. Like, do you, do you ever feel that feeling of like, if I just hold really still, it'll go away. It'll, they won't, it won't be about me.
6: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You you don't want the attention. You're like, ah. Yeah.
5: Because I'm sometimes people, worthy. sometimes people will do that just to like prove that I am the, like, they'll yell out Kelly just to see if oh, I, hear, I do yes. react. Because if I do react, then it's really me. <laughs> but a, a lot of the time they're not talking about me at all. They're just talking to somebody else named Kelly. <laughs>
6: But I, ha- but first, like gut. It's like when someone says "mom," you always turn. It's not <gasps> your kid. Like mm-hmm. so, I'm just saying. Like if you just hear like "da da like for just a second, even in in your head, like oh, do you, you have that moment? Do you, Tory When you uh- oh, if someone says Donna anywhere, and they're just like it's a girl named Donna, I always like I'll respond to Tori, Donna, mom, like whatever, <laughs> like it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I turn around.
5: Yeah, okay. it- it's definitely something that perks your ears up. You're like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. S- you
6: guys, this is crazy? like a
7: thesis because we're proving our own points. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. We're
6: geniuses. <laughs> like we I mean Poly oh, yeah. surprise. Who oh. <laughs> uh.
1: So
7: I guess we need to start with Jenny. Who? <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> hey, Kelly. Who that? <laughs> Okay, I want to know how you were feeling last night or this morning, whenever you watched it, right after. Like how your body felt, like how you're emotional. Not Kelly, but like Jenny Garth.
2: Uh, I
5: had so much anxiety watching this episode. Like physical shortness of breath. Like someone was sitting on my chest, that kind of feeling. I was so nervous and just like, I just have notes all over my paper that say, I have anxiety, I have anxiety, I have anxiety. (laughs) But it got me going. Like I w- it was stressful. And I, am and it was, was something so sweet and beautiful about it. But then there was something so ugly and embarrassing and, uh, and, and like what I don't want to ever be. And I don't want to see Kelly having to be in that position or Brenda. It was just really messed up. Just so messed up. And also I felt like this guy, he might be real, real cute. But is he really worth this? Like destroying a friendship? Wow. Or, wow. and also the way he's acting, like it, it didn't seem to matter to him. And, and the way he leaves. Mm-hmm. It, it's just what he so does, right? He walks out. Cowardly. It's just cowardly. And it start like, as a grown Selfish. woman, yeah, I really recognized how m- lost and mixed up in this emotion these two girls were about a guy who really didn't deserve it.
7: Oh, heavy. Tori, what about you? I mean, I'd love to ask you the same question, how you felt, like, as the credits rolled.
6: So I've been, like, truly invested. You know, uh, obviously... I used to like back then, I was always like, oh my God, like Brenda and Dylan, they were the ultimate couple. Like, I want that when I get older. And then re watching it, I was like, you know what? They had a, they just weren't meant to be. Maybe they were like on some level soulmates, but not this lifetime, not meant to be. Or right now, maybe somewhere down the road. Um, but, you know, and then Kelly and Dylan, I was like, yes, yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. I just love them together. I love the chemistry. I love everything about them. Mm-hmm. This week I had a hard time staying focused on the storyline because I was so I felt nervous every scene. I was taken out because I was felt nervous for Jen's reaction.
3: Wow.
5: To be honest. You so mean you felt dis- nervous for my reaction now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of
6: the discussions. I really on did. Him- Each time I was like, oh man, like, uh, yeah, it was hard to watch. She's not going to be happy about this. She's that this is going to hurt her soul. Like, yeah, yeah, it was hard. It was hard for me to watch.
7: One of the conversations, Tori, that's very interesting. You brought that up. One of the conversations going on on social is, are you seeing it differently as you're rewatching it? Like these guys watching are saying back then in the nineties, they were team Brenda and watching it now they are Team Kelly. And I'm sure the reverse is true, too. So, Jenny, for you, when you were doing it, what was your experience versus now watching it? Like, when you were doing it, did you feel any of the things you're feeling
6: now? It was just shoot. <sighs> what? You were probably feeling other things, like, n- not related to this topic.
5: <laughs> I was, I mean, when I was working with Luke, when we were shooting those scenes, like the scenes at the observatory, which I had totally forgotten about amazing scene, um, classic scene um i i was i could tell i could remember how special that time was and how mm-hmm. um good it felt to be working just with him and for he and i to be to get to have that time together i i remember really loving it.
7: right did you because can you remember it all like you must have had multiple days up there just the two of you. Because none of the rest of the cast was there or would have been there. It would just be you guys with the crew. Because oh, that was the Griffith Observ- Observatory.
6: hmm
5: That was it. Can you remember? Which is
6: thus Rebel with a Cause. Because yes. in Rebel Without a Cause with James Dean, there was the big observatory. Natalie Wood oh,
7: oh, that's great knowledge, Tori. I didn't realize that.
5: Yeah. Wow. It was just... <sighs>
7: What did you feel still- like it felt
5: like time was stand- like time was standing still when we were doing that stuff like it it was like frozen and and I had forgotten all about it and now watching it I remember how it felt and it it was all the things it was good and bad and confusing and exciting and terrifying and you know but then there was also that like Back to reality of going and doing the scene in the restaurant where Kelly and Dylan are, are having a weird dessert moment. Like <laughs> what was happening with that chocolate mousse? The whatever. smallest bite
7: in the history of bites. Like why, would, why was like, she eating like
5: she can't have a bite of dessert? She said, like, Oh, I shouldn't. Girl, eat the dessert. <laughs>
7: and then he, you go a tiny bite, and he literally gave you like, like a pin dot.
6: Oh my gosh. That makes <laughs> I that makes me think like it, it would have been so Luke to like smash on your face. But or like yeah, I just like just kidding and then you guys would like be like ah uh, cry love yeah. happy. Yeah. Um or Man. actually you would you would have done that first, right? Man, but maybe. if there was just a pin dot, I feel like do you, was he giving you too much at first? <laughs> I wonder dot. if there was like some like
5: something back and forth. Like can you not give me so much food? I'm try I have to <laughs> talk like why are and he these? probably thought it was
6: funny probably I mean, and then finally he's like okay, okay, okay. <laughs> wait
7: before the drama when you watch yourself with that really like beautiful amazing shot with LA behind you and you guys must have been kissing for hours and hours and hours because obviously it's like a seven minute kissing scene so that probably took days what do you think <laughs> watching <amazed>. yourself <laughs> one day it took wonderful. one night one night <laughs> it was nine days of kissing <laughs> What do you think when you're... Because I'm trying to think as a fan what I'm thinking when I'm watching the makeout.
5: What are you thinking? Because it's you. I mean, <laughs> at that well, time like, in my life, I was... Or now. Now, now, now. Or now? now? Okay. <laughs> both.
7: Both, both, both. People are going to kill me if you don't do both. Both, both.
5: both. I mean, I was into it <laughs> we were filming it. I'm not going to lie. I, I wasn't thinking about much other than... <laughs>
7: And like, you have to think, because there's a part where your legs are like so beautifully crossed Mm -hmm. while you're making out on that ledge. Are they like going, okay, or or were you guys kind of just doing your thing?
6: Uh, We were just kind (laughs) of doing our thing, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And uh, the hands, the hands are the hands.
7: Yes, and the hair, when you're like. (laughs) So, what did you think when you're watching it now? You guys really
5: blush. I don't know why. Just try because it was
7: major. (laughs) That's major.
5: It was beautiful. They had a lot of chemistry. That's for sure. Those two kids. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess,
7: and then the kissing in the restaurant over the table. I mean, you this entire episode is like Kelly and Dylan kissing.
5: Yeah, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, I want them to keep kissing. Like, I, I as a person watching the show fan Mm -hmm. i want to see more of that because i like it (laughs) same Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay i have a question
7: what do you think would have happened had dylan and kelly not bumped into brenda and reek
3: like (gasps) good question
7: what do you think would have and should have Mm.
5: both of you they probably well he said come home with me spend the night with me kelly they, that would have, that would have gone, they would have gone home and done things. It? I think so too. Yeah. Things are it. I think it. they would have done it for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, whoa, Kelly, slow your roll. <laughs> like slow it down. I really want <laughs> like I, I wrote down, whoa, she's really moving fast. But she want, then she says she wants to take it slow. Yeah. So. At
6: the observatory. Why there? It was so weird. Cause I was like. What do you think is going to happen here? Like, it's not like you guys are going to have sex right here in the
7: observatory. They're so gussied up. Wait, wait, wait.
6: We got to stop. I'm like,
7: (laughs) and they're so dressed fancy. And also, this is those moments where I'm like, this is not high school. Like, no two high school kids go to that fancy five star restaurant and eat like. I was thinking the same thing, but then I
5: was thinking they're both really rich. Like, they come, they're both comfortable with that kind of excess because that's what the life that they've lived, and so it didn't make it didn't bother me so much that they were at a fancy grown up restaurant. It, it was weird uh, that I thought you he, called a grown up <laughs> all grown up. <laughs> it, it was weird that he was wearing a tie. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird. Do high schoolers say "spend the night with me"? What, what, what would what would he have
7: said? A high school kid does not say "spend the night with me." Well, first of all, high school kids don't have houses like he has with no parents.
1: That's true. <laughs> true. <laughs> like,
7: high school kids have curfews and they have to be home by like, I think, 12, 15.
1: So I there's just no love like,
7: still now? Because like, how was Kelly spending the night? Like, you have a mom. Like, that is a question. Like, you're just allowed to she spend She would the probably night lie and
5: say I stayed at yeah. Brenda's house or Donna's house.
7: <laughs> the, the irony of that would have been kind of <laughs>
5: But uh, I was like, wow, that is really um, difficult to do when they get up from the restaurant table and they're walking and kissing and walking. Well, how do you, that looked really complicated (laughs) to kind of walk straight ahead, but be kissing at the same time. Very weird. And obviously
7: we knew you were going to bump into them, but also really there's four bajillion restaurants in LA. Like, come on, (laughs) really? But Meant to be. It was startling, even though I knew it was like a jump yeah. scare. I was like, oh, God.
5: Oh. I mean, there was so many moments in this episode. Like, there were so many just lines that were oh. weird for me. Like, when he said, uh, the first one was like, what he said to Kelly, we don't have to hide it anymore. And mm. I thought, Wait, I'm so confused. I was so confused. Because... I hadn't really been hiding it. I've just been like stuffing it. And he wasn't hiding anything because he was just back with Brenda. Well, and did you notice they kissed at school?
6: That I was going to say that that really felt so wrong. Yeah. Somebody could have like, seen them. Everyone could have everyone seen them. Everyone was out there. It's 902 and oh. Where was everyone? They see everything. Like, there's no other characters around.
7: And it's not like the other kids in school don't know what other kids are dating. So, like, even if Brenda and Donna weren't around, like, all the other kids would have been like, did you just see Dylan and Kelly kissing in the quad? Yeah.
6: Is that 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 how it moves? Word travels fast. (laughs) Does (laughs) it happen that
5: quickly? Like, less than 48 hours, they were both, like, moving on to somebody else? Yeah. Yep.
7: Because I think Donna Young even up. acknowledges that with, with Brenda. Yeah.
5: yeah, she did. Wise Donna. hmm Also, Move then he the story said... story Also, then he said... Well, first, then she says to Kelly, no, he's free to go out with whoever he wants. But she right. didn't know that she was talking about Kelly.
2: Right? And...
5: Nobody
7: says that intending that their best friend is included in that. So I do feel for Brenda. Look, I was of sort of understanding Brenda throughout this episode. She was trying to take the high road and trying to say to Dylan, like, you you should date who you want. I'm going to date. Like, this is our whole point. But I don't think her intention was ever meaning including my best friend, Mm-mm. you know, I understood why she was so heartbroken when she bumped yeah. into that. I
5: mean, that's, it's one thing to say that, but then to, for her to find out that he was, had moved right on to anybody else would have been hurtful be, because it's there's yeah. difference since saying it and actually living it. But yeah, for it to be Kelly was like, Oh my God.
7: Yeah. And I mean, I guess we have to think about this. She's out with Rick and, and, Dylan acknowledges it. He was the guy that gave her the tour in France that she kissed in France. Mm -hmm. So he is also right to be sort of irritated. Like he's hurt because she's moved on so fast. So just like Brenda is right to be hurt, so is Dylan.
6: Yeah, but... Because they're... If they're going to stand there and be so hurt, like get back together. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't feel for him though. Like, he's making himself not very vulnerable.
5: Yeah, he was kind of jerky about it.
6: Yeah. What All did the you writing think, is? Yeah.
5: What oh, did yeah. you
7: both think when he said, You broke up with me? And then Kelly was very hurt by that. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's like a, a private discussion that you probably don't want to have in front of your future fling. Yeah, how rude.
7: Yeah, and Kelly makes a great point when she's back at Dylan saying, I feel like second choice. And he's like, you're not. But she's like, I don't know that. Well, mm-hmm. what
5: about when when they're in the school hallway and they have their, was it in the hallway where they meet up? Yeah, uh, where uh, Kelly goes over to talk to Brenda, mm-hmm. which I thought was really brave. Mm-hmm. And then- Then it gets heated and Brenda says, well, at least I wasn't like second choice or sloppy seconds or whatever she said. And then Kelly says, neither was I. (gasps) And at that moment, I was like, wait, yeah, you were like, yeah, you. um, Well,
7: I think to me, I understood that because he picked her over Brenda. He was with Brenda in the summer. They weren't broken up and he picked Kelly. Mm. I don't think Kelly is second choice.
6: No, of course,
7: but. She's just the next choice. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I see that maybe a little different. It's painful. Like honestly, though. What
5: about this I don't know line?
7: The worst for?
5: What about this line? Sometimes yeah. when you really care about someone, honesty isn't always the best policy.
6: That's I, I mean... got very upset. Yeah. Because you automatically like Bring it into your own life. You you can't help not. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. Like, and then you're like, oh, wait, it's just it's just a TV show,
5: not about me. But right? Yeah. But then if you think about it, like, has there ever been a time when you were dishonest because telling the person that you care about would be so hurtful to them and have such a negative impact on them? Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course.
6: But when you hear it, you always think about it first, probably as. Like if that was done to me, but then if you think about it, you're like, well, I've done that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tori, in the situation, humans, we what suck. would
7: you have done? Like if you're everybody, okay. What would you have done? That's a lot, I lot mean, of pressure. Yeah. Like I would love to know that. And Jenny, hey, obviously, I'm coming. Like all of them at once. Yeah. Like should they have told Brenda? Like should they have? Like who? What is
6: the answer? I don't know the answer. Why no? But what's gonna happen? But okay, so I don't know. I don't know. But the kiss at school, going out to dinner—so risky. Like peach. I don't know. It all felt really wrong. It felt like too okay, soon, too fast, right? So yeah, but so typical of our show. But so I guess I was like, oh yeah, here <laughs> Gotta we are. keep it moving. <laughs> but no, I, they're smarter than that. Yeah. Jenny, what about you? What would you have liked to
7: have seen if this were real life, maybe? I don't know.
5: I would have liked to see the dust settle a little bit and yeah. um, give everybody a minute to just sort of get their bearings about them and make choices based on on that rather than it felt like the, their, their choices were kind of for the wrong reasons mm. a little bit on Dylan's think- part it- and maybe on Brenda's part.
7: Was it weird that Brenda started literally dating Rick right away? I mean, he's over at the house picking her up and just bonding with Jim and Cindy and then clearly over for dinner the next night or I don't know if it was two nights, but probably the next night. Like, <gasps> do we judge that? What do we think of that? Why did
6: Kelly call him?
5: Dory? Uh, Dory?
6: <laughs> it was like three words.
5: Oh, man. So think about... yeah Dylan may be brooding but at least he's not boring or something like that yeah
6: I think it's interesting that we're so
7: critical of Dylan and Kelly but does Brenda get a pass like for just going out with Rick like literally she's very serious with Rick ish
6: for me I just I love Dylan and Kelly together so much that I wanted it to play out longer that you can't always get what you want and like the yeah. hiding it more and the, like, moments that they of steal. It. And maybe it's getting more and more. Like, maybe that kiss, let's say it's, like, happened at school, but it was, like, there was a worry about it. Like, it can't happen. Because we all know you want what you can't have. Like,
5: mm-hmm.
6: that's human nature, at least when you're young. So, like, I, as a fan, like, I just wanted to, like, see that play out a little bit more rather than, okay, Brenda Dylan are broken up. Okay, Kelly and Dylan are together.
5: Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Like, a, mm-hmm. I wanted more time in there.
6: Yeah. But I thought, still, like, observatory, fine, because it's just them. We can see right. them. But, like, amongst everyone, like, I didn't like it.
7: I thought David was very sweet once again to his sister. You know, he was wearing the full Ronald McDonald outfit. Like, he literally was wearing <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, he <laughs> loves stripes. Whoa. But he was very sweet. You know, he's, he's not judging the situation. Mm-mm. And he really said to Kelly, like, he likes you. He cares about you. Do you remember? You know, you're in the bed with the big red
6: T-shirt on.
5: Yeah, he says. Oh, I'm I was not, thinking.
6: Sorry, wrong scene.
5: He <laughs> says, I'm not sure that's how Dylan sees it, or something like that. But how does yeah. he know? That's my question. How does he's David know?
7: Intuitive dude. But he's mm-hmm. just very sweet. He's very brotherly to Kelly now, mm-hmm. and and I yeah. I like those I love scenes. Their
6: relationship.
7: Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Wow. So then, what about Dylan? Just. Taken off. Rebel with a cause.
5: That pissed me off. Mm. Yeah. That just really pissed me off.
6: (laughs) Is he in next week?
5: I'm sure yeah. Yeah, I think so.
6: You sure? No. I can't remember I I
5: honestly have no idea, but I would (laughs) think so. How can they just do that and then...
6: I don't know. It was just so like Oh, convenient! Oh, I'm just gonna take off for a while. I was like, oh, maybe he had to film something else. I don't know. <laughs> that was silly, but that was my instinct. That's I, don't nice. know.
7: I am starting to really see the best friendiness between Brandon and Dylan, and I like that a lot because mm. I really have been so missing good. that lately. Yeah. You know, that's his last stop. That's where he goes. Like, and Brandon says, "Like, you're dropping out of school." Like. They, I really l- have always liked that relationship. Because at
5: that point, Brandon doesn't know about the Kelly Brenda thing, does right. he? No, no because one I knows. Feel like na- yeah, that would be a conversation that they would probably need to have, mm-hmm. just to talk it mm-hmm. out as bros, you know? Like, what's Is going to going happen? Yeah, Wait, I'm not, I don't you know. Don't I mean. a,
7: a weird moment because I know I just watched this episode like literally last night. Does, does, do Brenda and Rick bump into Kelly and Dylan and then the next night Rick comes over for dinner? Like she Mm-mm. wasn't,
5: I don't think so. I think he, you see them. T- he takes her home that night. Right. But then she breaks up with him.
6: Oh, you're right. I thought it was two different. Yeah. That is a little weird.
7: Like she's goes through this trauma. Like as a teenager, I would have been in my bed with the covers over my head for days so she has this traumatic experience. And then the next night he comes over for family dinner. It's kind of weird,
5: right? It was really funny though. And he was, uh, they were talking about stuff. No one cares about and him and Jim. And then <laughs> the, just the look on Brenda's face was like, like really cracked me up because it
7: felt so real. I thought the whole scene, Shannon was like a great actress because there's the crying, which was really good. And then he kind of goes to hug her and she makes the face that is the exact face you would actually make in Mm -hmm. that situation. I was like,
5: whoa, she nailed it. So is this that's the breakup scene? And then we don't see Reek anymore. Mm -mm. Well, okay, now then I'm confused, because when Dean was on or Mm -hmm. at some point there was a conversation with us that he had to do singing with
7: Jim. They cut it. He referenced it. So I don't know if they cut it because it's on Amazon and they couldn't clear the music, or if it was on the cutting room floor. Because remember, he comes down the stairs, and he's like, I never thought I'd be singing with your dad tonight. Like, in the original airing, was that in?
5: I don't know. I kind of feel like there was a scene where they were both singing at the piano.
7: Yeah, I think Amazon had to cut it. Because we all watched on Amazon, right? Hulu. Hulu. Oh, oh, I watch on Amazon. It wasn't in the Amazon either.
6: Weird. Some song?
7: I well, somebody song. from
1: our crack
7: staff's gonna have to watch it on the DVDs, thanks oh. to Christelle. We have them.
5: I wanted to see that scene though it would have it would have been good, but then, yeah, she was just waiting downstairs for him, <laughs> and he <laughs> so, was up in her dad's bedroom, basically at the piano.
7: do you think it would be a turn off like it was to her, or would you like it that your family's bonding with the boyfriend so much because that's been such an issue with Dylan?
5: mm hmm I feel like if she really was into him, she would have liked it more, but I don't think she was that into him from the, he was just. Ever. Yeah. No, right? he was just something to. Filler. A catalyst for. Change. Which I also
7: find totally weird. Cause as like a human girl, if you're like, um, I'm in high school and the hottest dude, cause like, look, Dean Kane is a hot dude at UCLA likes me. I think I'd been into that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you want to be like, girl, you're some 17-year-old she, fool breaking up with this? She still
6: in love with Dylan.
5: The, isn't
7: it, she? Well, Come isn't on. that what we're to take away from the phone at the yes. end? When, when she, she
5: calls him, I felt like she was calling him because she missed him or she was so mm-hmm. sad.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, how would you get over someone that quick? You wouldn't. After mm-hmm. two years? the love of your life so far? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It doesn't work like that. It's a hot mess. Even if you kiss someone else in Paris. Don't you guys think this is a hot mess? It is a
5: hot mess. Yeah, it is. And I'm there for it. And I want to know what's going to happen next. Me too. Let's take a break and come back with fashion, you guys.
0: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season 1, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend Bob. At one point a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail.
4: Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: You don't remember what's coming. Oh, I know I don't remember what's coming. Dude, what is wrong with you guys? Like, it's so gnarly. I don't know if it's next week or the week after, but like,
5: oh God. Dude, uh, I took it, I, I blocked it from my memory banks. You it's did, that scene
6: coming up, right?
5: Yeah. That's you're how that traumatic it is. I mean, probably some bajillion views
7: on YouTube, that scene. Yeah. It's like iconic. What scene? Sorry. Does- I, you know.
5: You, nah. Tori and I know. I Jenny do does. not know what you're talking about. What scene?
7: How do you not know? Because like, the, it's like a, probably one of the most, I don't want to say iconic moments because it's so brutal what?
6: Still no, one, no, when you see it, you'll you'll be like, oh, oh of, course, of course. I, yeah. I just got just... a
5: wave of anxiety, you guys. Don't do this to me. Like, <sighs> I have to do my breathing. Hold on. The scene with <laughs> Kelly and Dylan and Brenda. Yeah. The one at the restaurant? Nope. It's coming no. up. Nope. Is it in the next episode? Well. I, I, it's either next week or the week after. I mean. At the front in, door. This
6: is nothing. Theory, this... In theory, though, think about it. Like you guys are now together. Like at some point, is she going to find out who he was with over the summer? This is
7: not bringing anything back to you, Jenny.
5: I got nothing.
6: Front, front door. You guys go on a walk. Front door. Down the walk. Nope, I got door. nothing.
5: That's a, I'm sure when I see it, I'll you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. Wait, what about, what about that line? Uh, if it looks like a duck and it, quacks like what was quacks like if, quacks if like it walks
6: duck. like a duck and talks like a duck i was always told if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck it's a duck go to uh, hell go to hell, <laughs> go to hell. yeah go i to love hell. your go to hell but oh uh, that line There's from brenda so- if i okay i feel like why did Shannon in that moment not say, can I say something that teens really say? Like, this is a big moment. <laughs> so true, Tori. Like, fight for that. That's what you need to fight for. Like, uh, a yeah. line
5: like that. I was literally trying to wrap Damn my it. head around it. It was so
7: bizarre. If it See, be- I think the most iconic line in this episode is when Dylan says, anywhere but here. Oh, at the end. When he's in the school leaving after Mrs. Teasley says, like, he lost his case or whatever and then the, someone says where are you going either you do or brenda anywhere but here that's love, like iconic
5: i love it that the the writers like had the the depth to make you know how in life you you are fight or flight yeah you're one or the other you know and they they it, they gave that character that depth all the way down to that level mm-hmm. he's a he flies he's a he mm-hmm hits the road when shit hits the fan.
7: Yeah. And it tracks with the character. It's mm-hmm. what that guy would do.
5: Yeah. I, I I, thought that was really cool. Just like acknowledging the depth of that character that they created.
7: I actually feel bad for him. I know it's sort of like a B story or a C story, whatever, about the SAT thing. Yeah, same. But Who do you feel bad about? For, oh, Dylan? I feel bad that they don't believe him and he wants
5: everyone to believe him. And I well, think that's it would, sort of... Yeah, okay, they don't believe him, but they didn't have a record of him signing in, so... Yeah, why is that? I forgot. No, he signed in, but they don't...
7: Be, he came late, he signed in, and so they don't have a... They can't match the signature why? to prove that it wasn't. Because the the... Just oh, as someone. someone faked it and took it for
6: him. So someone that came late, just signed it, and slipped in. And
7: they don't have another signature to prove it. But like they, that's just sort of a like a secondary story. But it's brutal. Like as as that character, that's major. What's happening to him with that? True. And I think that really divided Dylan and Brenda. It seems trivial, I guess. But when you really think about it, it's he's like a like,
5: character. He's like, this is you're talking about my character.
7: I don't lie. I don't cheat. Yeah, like this well, is he
5: a- kind of does, but you know. what I mean? Yeah,
7: <laughs> <laughs> But he didn't cheat on the test. <laughs> so, And Brenda w- believes him. But she's like, just take the test again, where he's saying on principle, I am a man of principle. I didn't yeah. do this. And I want everyone to defend me and believe me.
5: I, listen, I'm a person who stands on principle a lot and it is a lonely fight. Like you have to, you really need to evaluate that because your principles at the end of the day are not the same as someone else's principles. So when you are I've realized like when I'm standing on my principles, like on my high horse, it's, -hmm. it's like, it's a lonely place. You're going to fall and you're going to be alone because everybody's got a different principle or a different way of seeing something.
7: Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, great point.
5: I I heard nothing you said because is there someone picking up poop in your (laughs) backyard right now?
7: There's either your husband or a murderer in your window right now.
5: Let's hope it's my husband. Let's hope he is picking up dog. (laughs) Listen, boo, you
6: need
3: to
5: run. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Okay. I have, a question
7: about, and I, first of all, I know I need to work on that. You're not supposed to say, I have a question. You're supposed to just ask the question. So here's my question. Did you guys see that there were two Star Trek jokes in this episode? And nope. each one flew over my head and I should have gone back. There was a Star Trek joke between David and Ian, maybe because of his, oh, first of all, I just did it again. David and Steve. Striped <laughs> shirt. I, I, and then there was another Star Trek joke.
5: No? I I don't know th- those I didn't ever get I still don't because not a big Star Trek fan but uh even when Luke was doing that awful impersonation of someone on Star Trek yes. I
7: yes. was that in the observatory I,
5: I didn't get it like, but the guys do you remember that tour they used to just they used to talk like the Star Trek guys all the time they loved
6: imitating William Shatner yeah. like it was a it was so a do big you think deal that's why it's in there
5: no oh, yeah yeah maybe for sure. yeah.
7: No way. And then I noticed Steve has finally unbuttoned.
5: (gasps) No more air ties, you guys. The air tie phase has maybe passed, which is very exciting. I think so, too, because he has two scenes with a shirt unbuttoned. Noticed. Noticed. Thank God. Fashion moment for you, Missy. Oh,
6: well, I love that Kelly and Brenda both wear black dresses and like they were just very different black dresses. I love them both, but I was like, I, lo- I, I was loving that. Um I know, again there was more plaid. I hate Luke it, Luke's suit. I was a plaid tie, right? Uh it was just really bad and not fitting. I just like
5: And he and he also donned the uh Canadian tuxedo
6: there the end. It. I liked it. I the liked jean that. jacket
5: with the but the
6: if anyone could rock it, it'd be him. Yeah, like I am I, I a think pass. Brenda won it with the
7: opening outfit.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, that it was, was
7: good. Amazing.
5: It needed like a song to go with it, like to really send it over the edge. <sighs> There's a lot to Jim in down. the robe.
7: Jim in the robe. Duh. Dottie's a cutie. I'm not gonna lie. Dottie had like a cool, you know, work dress.
5: Um, the girls were out at work. <laughs>
0: That's what I was like.
5: Hello, Dottie.
2: Oh Dottie with two Worst eyes. Two might eyes, have been.
5: Two T's.
7: <laughs> right, exactly. David's Ronald McDonald. I mean, he was wearing bright red pants and with a the, bright yellow shirt. Like, and who then, is like, but
5: then also an umpire outfit one time. Like, remember, he was wearing this black and white like striped. He, Even you were in a scene with him. Purple and them. black. You were in a scene with him and I honestly felt as if you when you looked over at him, you were like, what are you wearing? Like I could feel like you didn't like it either. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever do that when you're with like your significant other Uh, or someone and you look and you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah.
7: (laughs) (laughs) That's the man I love. I also laughed because there's a scene where it's Dylan in a white t shirt with a button down over, and Brandon's in a white t shirt with a button down. The button down. I'm like, yep, same, same stylist, stylist. Yeah. like same outfit, just different shirt.
6: Well,
5: they were BFF, so yeah. makes sense. Boys can do it too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Next week's episode, I'm really excited to see what happens. Next episode is season three, episode 14 Wild Horses. Ooh. Before we hang up, yeah.
6: Are we in like party line? Are we on try? Remember, you used to call it try line when we had landlines. This is the only part,
7: well, not the only part, but one of the reasons Brenda made me a little kooky, cuckoo in this episode is when she's talking about Rick and she says, and he's crazy about me. Is that annoying? It's almost
5: braggy. Or
7: do you guys not care? I thought it was braggy.
5: Well, he was. So she, she ain't lying. But have
6: you ever said that, like, even about you're your You're right, husband? like, that's, especially not a teenager. Well, right, no, but sometimes teenagers, me. at least nowadays, like, their front is very, like.
5: Confident.
6: Like, oh, you look uh. great, I know. And you're like, oh. oh, my God, I would never say that. Like, teens say that all the time. And it's like, but do, do they really feel that way? Or, like, it's just, like, they're trying. Mm, bravado so, or something. Like, he's crazy about me, but, like. And then I thought it was
7: interesting. I'll take y'all's, I'll I'll let it go. When there's a very subtle line, when Brenda says to Kelly, you've known Dylan forever. What do you think? And it's like, interesting. They wrote that in just to reiterate. Like we get that a lot now that like they have the history and that's what's drawing them to each other, which I just think is important.
5: Yes, they do know each other. I think that's the, the backbone of their relationship is their familiarity with each other and the circumstances. Why, why am I chopped liver? What do you mean? Yeah, that's a great point. I haven't actually. I known
6: you guys forever?
5: Yeah. Great point. But you're not in the love triangle.
6: I know. I just wish she had been like, well, you guys have known Dylan forever. And then Kelly's like, mm, takes it personally. Cause it's, about you guys. I don't know. It was just weird. I was like, I'm sure they've all gone to school together, like probably the three of them. Right.
5: I don't know. Donna's been there the whole time as well. I know
6: they've said it before, but it was like you and Dylan in a scene together, not anyone else.
5: But, and you were in that scene when she said that, right?
6: Yeah, standing mm-hmm. right there like,
5: mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, they knew each other. Nothing. Kept- <laughs> 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 and
6: poor Donna's like, oh, I was, I've was, i been there for like the last 10 years too since preschool. Cool. Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hey guys,
5: I over know we're here. Hi guys.
6: Oh, I know and we to go. Poor Donna's like, whatever, whatever. Catch me season 10, bitches. <laughs> <I was>
5: like, <laughs> I'm going to go try it. and get
7: the, the $250 to turn
5: in whoever the hacker is. $250. <laughs> Whoa. The feds are really bringing it. <laughs> oh, so fun, you guys. Loved it. Loved it.
7: I'm yeah. scared for the Instagram, but I'll be reading it all.
5: Woo! I'm she so excited stop. to read it. I read it too, Amy. By the way, you guys, give Amy some props and love, too. Like, oh, they're so like, nice. They're so nice. <gasps> they're so like, nice.
6: Take a lot a of people love really. her. They make my whole life, literally. But more often than not, when, when people hate, hate someone or they have a problem with them, they'll say it. And people, if people love. There's more love always. But some people say it. But if you love someone, you don't always think to say it. You're just like, oh, it's great. I love it. Well, they love you guys.
7: They do.
5: It's you know what? I love Amy. you, Amy. I love you, Tori. I love you. Yes. Up there. I love you, Jennifer Eve.
6: <laughs> Amy, what's your middle name? Anne. Amy Anne?
5: Oh, my God. I love oh. that. <laughs> Jennifer Amy Eve and Amy Anne. <laughs> Ann.
6: Oh, my God. That just made my day. I love you guys.
7: In the iconic, <laughs> words, in the iconic words of Jim Walsh,
6: I want to sleep with you.
7: I mean, sleep on it.
6: <laughs> Wait, Amy, I just realized your initials are A-A-S?
7: Ass. I know. It's not. That's...
6: <laughs> Oh,
5: okay, on that, goodbye, people. Love (laughs) you!
2: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation
3: with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene!
3: Gene Fodor. Gene was good.
4: But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano!
2: Huh? Oh! Gene, run!
4: Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools.